0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Rewind. I am your host, Travis. And this is Chris. And on this episode, we are talking all about the clown prince of crime himself, the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the new film, Joker, starring uh, Joaquin Phoenix, just dropped this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, you've already seen it there, right, Chris? Yes, them. Right, any uh, non-spoilery thoughts or anything that, from your experience going to see it that you want to mention uh, right now?
1: Right now? No. <laughs> Let's save it till the end of the show.
0: Okay, so that being the case, I have not seen the movie yet. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to stop recording. We're going to go to the theater. Are you going to watch that shit right now? No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Before Chris breaks our equipment. um, So uh, this episode is is going to be a uh, fun look back at the history of the character. Um, And then when I get around to actually seeing the new flick, uh, we will drop a brand new video review of it over on our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. we're going back to the YouTubes. Yeah, we just did it not too long ago. right? Yeah, I um, forgot about that. We just uh, we just dropped a couple. You already forgot. We, uh, we just dropped a couple new videos on the channel. Uh, we reviewed the uh, the new Sega Genesis Mini console. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing that since? Sure. So, um, <laughs> so uh, just do us a favor and uh, go check those out. Um, hit the subscribe button uh, while you're there. We greatly appreciate uh, all of mm-hmm. our subscribers. So and we're going to be trying to do more content when possible
1: on the YouTube's o- on the YouTube's
0: yeah. yeah So um now uh for this episode before we get into the main topic uh Chris would you mind hitting us up with some of that news <gasps> <gasps>
1: Of course, we can't have a DC episode without talking about Marvel, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hit me with it. Well, this is—I mean, this is pretty big news. We did an uh, episode about it. Uh, we're talking about Spider-Man in the whole MCU, Sony kerfuffle. Oh, yeah.
1: how blue did your balls get?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, we went back and forth about that for a while of of what the opportunities were, what what could have changed, what could have happened. But um, sounds like a powder blue. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, we took care of that. (laughs) But uh, actually, in that episode, we we even said that, you know what? This will probably blow over. This is probably like maybe a PR stunt or something. And by the time this episode comes out, it will be all tied up in a nice little boat.
1: One's drunk on money. One's drunk on power. They'll sober up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, Sony and uh, Disney, they struck a new deal, Mm -hmm. which allows for one more solo Spider-Man movie and one more... Uh, movie with Spider-Man in the MCU so uh, and then also the new deal it does give Disney 25% yeah as opposed to 5% from the first deal of the profits but they still get 100% of the merch yeah they so. did want half and that was the deal breaker yeah
1: then which caused them both to go away yeah yeah
0: so I've heard rumors that uh, this new deal may allow an extension well, no, not that. But uh, it may allow Spider-Man to appear in Venom, the Venom sequel. Ooh. Now talk about blue balls. If yeah. I get, if I can get Spider-Man, Carnage, and Venom all in one movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. So what do you what do you think of this? Uh, um. Would you? Or did you? Are you glad that he's back in, in Marvel just for the time period, or did you, you know want to see him back in Sony?
1: I never had a doubt. Yeah, I'll, I knew sooner yeah. or later it was going to happen. I mean, who yeah. doesn't like money?
0: Exactly. It's all money. about the money. Money. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah.
1: But um, the the details as far as what he could be appearing in was new to me until you just mentioned it. Okay. So one movie in the MCU and then the Spider-Man solo film. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And the possibility of him being in, in the sequel of Venom because maybe that could
0: be ru- that could be rumor. I didn't fact check that, mm. but um, that's something I heard when this news broke. Um, I this doesn't really. Supp- I'm I'm glad that it, it happened, but I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the reasons I'm not surprised is because of how Far From Home ended. If oh. if they left it, and I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about the the, the post credit scenes, mm-hmm. right? If they Pulled out and didn't get back a new deal. Uh, there's no way. How Sony do you go? Sony couldn't. They, they were stuck in a corner. They had to have done some kind of deal with Marvel to at least get them out of that story situation that they were in. Because think about it. If, they,
1: if Sony had the rights to all the original characters like MJ and all the other mm-hmm. stuff and you seriously think. Even with the same character, they would reboot the entire franchise again. They would have to. Because they would have to, right? Because it wouldn't make sense to have, as much as we both love Tom Holland, yeah, to keep him around in the Spider as, as Spider Man as Peter Parker in a universe that is kind of broken now. Yeah, if they if the whole thing with MCU fell apart, it would feel a bit off putting.
0: Well, remember the, um, the details of the original deal was all the supporting cast that they created for spider-man in the MCU if that once that deal was done they
1: don't exist they don't exist in either yeah.
0: Sony or Marvel so, so you have to
1: reboot the whole thing again have with to recast, your same, yeah. yeah you have
0: to recast all the supporting cast mm-hmm. um, it just wouldn't have made sense like it would be it would be too much and I think Sony realized hey we got first of all the backlash and all and everything else and people siding with Marvel people siding with Sony yeah um, and it, it's funny Um. D- ever since this news broke by this deal breaking, and there was I, I was surprised i said this on the on the la- episode we talked about this but i was surprised about the amount of support that he had for going back to sony because every there was actually a, a, a i don't know vocal minority or whatever but uh, people tired of seeing spider-man as a sidekick to iron man mm-hmm. you know and all these other characters oh and the rumors that if he did if the deal never ended and they kept on going that then he was going to be um, kind of as a sidekick to Captain Marvel to try to get Captain Marvel over with the crowds.
2: Hey. Uh,
0: yeah. So that you know that wouldn't work out. So I don't know if plans change on that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't know. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a one-and-done deal just to get them out of that story situation that they're in mm-hmm. cinematically and then just pull the plug on everything and then wash their hands of it and go their separate ways. Yeah.
1: It has to be a blessing and a curse for Feige too, because that's more on his plate yeah. on the Marvel side. And then on top of that, isn't he um, uh, agreed to do a Star Wars film?
0: Yeah, that's another news item that is kind of related to all this. Yeah, Kevin Feige, he's going to produce Star Wars. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, um, I, I figured they would. They would um, see what he can do with that with that franchise i don't know if it's mm-hmm. i have no details of it i don't know if it's just a standalone star wars movie or if it's a trilogy or whatever the hell yeah. but uh it'll be interesting if he if he just has other toys to play in someone else's toy box or if he's given full reign to to uh do whatever if which is weird because if they gave anybody produce rights to a new spider or new star wars movie i would think it'd be a doug filoni um doug filoni. filoni's last name um He's the one that kind of ties in everything from like the Rebels cartoon and Clone mm-hmm. Wars
1: and Resistance, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but
0: the sure show sucks. But um, it's <laughs> he—he's kind of like the Feige to Star Wars. Gotcha. you. So, uh, or the Feige of Star Wars. So I just kind of—I'm surprised he hasn't been promoted up higher in the mm-hmm. in the rankings there. But anyway, I just—that's all I wanted to say. The fact that yeah, uh, it was this was kind of a wrap up that whole news topic about Spider-Man and everything. So for right now, I don't know if it's to be continued or mm-hmm. here we go. So anyway, um, now, the other thing I want to talk about, again, is a follow-up from something we, we talked about before. Oh,
1: we're revisiting something from the uh, <laughs> PC uh, Pop Culture Rewind <laughs>
0: timeline. Yeah. Um, I, we did a, a, an episode and we discussed about um, recasting Classic characters in Hollywood.
1: More specifically, the wiping out of the gingers. Yes, Yes. your kind, my my people. Yeah, Um, soulless, four driving mm, motherfucker.
0: Yeah, no, it's okay. Yeah, (laughs) see, it's that kind of stereotype that just.
1: (laughs) Oh, then you're gonna love the Joker.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I. You know, it's it's funny that you just mentioned it like that because I was uh, texting with uh, Xavier earlier, and he pointed out to me that there's no ginger emojis. (laughs) <laughs> and like, I was like, see? That's even further. The world is against us. <laughs> see? Anyway. Um, okay, so this isn't... What I'm about to talk about isn't so much so much more for the ginger being wiped out of existence in Hollywood. This is more about more tokenizing of established white characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like now, ever since this has been going on and, and I've, we've talked about it before... It seems like now Hollywood is doubling down on the tokenizing of more characters. Case in point, there's some news that broke out. Rumors, mind you. Mm -hmm. But I've heard this more than once. um, That Catwoman for the new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson.
1: Is going to be a dude?
0: That's the sequel. Oh, snap. Yeah. Oh, they're saving
1: that for Batwoman.
0: There you go. (laughs) I got you. Yeah. Um, But uh, there is A list of actresses, people of color, all of them, that are in running to play Catwoman. Out of all the actresses, there's- All kinds
1: of colors, or one color specific?
0: Well, we have uh, Lupita Nyong'o from Black Panther. Okay. Tessa Thompson- She's in everything. Though. Exactly. Thank you. I didn't want to say, it, but yeah, you said it for me.
1: I think that's sidebar. That's kind of why I wasn't so like caught up on the whole Robert Pattinson beef. Yeah. Because I thought he he looked he felt different for the role. So yeah. I I didn't mind. And he's not in everything. Right. Is this, would this be? He his does first, a lot of indie stuff. He does this, a lot. This would, of... This would be his first superhero franchise, right? I'm not well, counting Twilight. Not, not twi- yeah. Not yeah. That's Twilight. not superhero. That's this, a different. This is his first genre. big blockbuster. Yeah. Thing. So if if this is the only franchise that he's in, yeah. And if he's good at it, fine. Yeah.
0: It seems like Tessa Thompson is like the go to non white person, white woman to go to yeah. if you need something done. But uh, there's some other names uh, Alexandra Ship, who played Storm and X Men, the last couple X Men. Oh, movies. the youngin'. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other ones Logan Browning from Dear White People, and then some chick from Beauty and the Beast. So, I, see what I'm saying? There's like, they're purposely looking out to recast uh well-known established characters. At this point, I think it's is it safe to say this is for PR purposes or th- like just to get people talking?
1: I think I think I think Catwoman would be the exception to the rule because of Eartha Kit and Holly Berry.
0: Yeah, cuz we know how well Holly Berry turned out, right?
1: Well, once you fed her that script and you saw her in the in the in in the role, yeah. But don't tell me you weren't hating her in that suit.
0: Mm. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm a straight I'm a straight dude. Yeah, it, so I, yeah. exactly. High three to that.
1: Uh oh, no offense to no one that isn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the exception to the rule because that's that's a character that's Okay that's
0: then then let me okay, so yeah. Eartha- I know you got more, but Eartha- I think Eartha- we'll we we'll, we'll to decide. Earthikit is is uh I don't wanna say an asterisk to the list of actresses that play. She's her. a purr.
1: She's a paw. Oh uh, look, there at, you go. look at you. Yeah, so yeah. asterisk put a paw in there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but is it fair to say that uh, out of the out of the three actresses that played Catwoman in the 60s show Earth the Kit was my least favorite Lee Merriweather and Julie Newmar come on Julie Newmar (gasps) yeah thank you see do I'm
1: they're actually some. Each had their own characteristic that made their own Catwoman unique. I will say, yeah, you know, Earth the kids Purr? Oh God, yeah. But Newmar, Newmar had a charisma about her that fit well too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But uh it just it seems weird that they're just going on now. Case in point, if it wasn't, if you didn't want a white Catwoman, how about a Latina?
1: Who'd you have in mind?
0: Um. There's a couple chicks, and I, I can't remember her last name, but... Um, right off
1: the bat, Rosita from Walking Dead.
0: That'd be good. Uh, there's a chick from... Um, the, the chick from uh, Baby Driver. Oh!
1: You know what I'm talking about? The girlfriend. Yeah. No, not the girlfriend. The hitman. The hit, The hitman's girlfriend. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I forget her name, too. And also... here, And I think this... Hold this, on a second. Actually, I think it's the. I think she played in both of these, but um, yeah, Eliza Gonzalez. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. That's um, that was my that was my first pick to go to, um, because it seems like when we recast, it's all we got to turn them black. It's not like no other race is ever in consideration, you know. Just get a Hispanic Catwoman in there. I'd be down for that tight leather outfit, or Asian. <laughs>
1: The only true Catwoman is Julie Newmar, Lee Merriweather, or Eartha Kitt. And I didn't need molded plastic to improve my physique. Pure West. And how come Batman doesn't dance anymore?
0: Remember
2: the Bat-to-See?
0: So, and, okay, so the Catwoman is one example. Okay. For the same movie, the Batman, now Commissioner Gordon isn't safe. From being tokenized, mm-hmm. they they're looking at uh, Jeffrey Wright to play Commissioner Gordon. If you're not familiar with him, he's um, the name sounds familiar. He played in a uh, uh, Westworld, in the HBO series. Okay, um, oh, I forget. I'm just drawing a blank on the character's name, but uh, he was he's like one of the main characters uh, in that show. Um, and oh, it was between him and also uh, I always butcher this guy's name uh Marshal Ali from who just ca- cast as Blade Yeah Marshall Ali Yeah They're those are the two front runners for Commissioner Gordon
1: And um I would rule him out because he's in Blade. I don't like people cross cross-pollinating yeah. in the in the in the brands. So if you're going to be a Marvel guy, nothing wrong with being a Marvel guy, but stick to Marvel. And it
0: and, and it doesn't make any sense. First of all, side note, going back to my original point, Chris, <laughs> in comics, Commissioner Gordon is, wait for it. <sighs> Ginger. So, um, okay, and and, you know another thing: if you're just gonna do tokenized, like they have, look at Lucius Fox. Mm -hmm. You have a you have a main character that's black in that franchise. Yeah. So why do you need to tokenize somebody else? Someone else. You already have a character. You already have original character. Yeah. Go with that.
1: (laughs) What if you can't replace a guy like Morgan Freeman in that role?
0: Didn't hire Morgan Freeman again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you saw how it worked for Jameson. Yeah.
0: Yeah. See? Yeah. Um, and that's on the DC side of things. Um, there's all, I don't know if you've seen these rumors also, but X-Men, they're, they're not.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, the X-Women. No. No. I've been out of the loop the last couple of days on, on the nerd stuff. Um, and this weekend being New York Comic Con. Of
0: all the things, of all the people to tokenize, they want to tokenize Magneto. Really, they want Denzel to play Magneto.
1: This don't make no sense. Rebuttal: Name me a bad Denzel movie, or name me a bad role that Denzel played. Here's the thing about that:
0: the last fifteen years or so, Denzel he's like, you know how uh, Ryan Reynolds just plays Ronald Reynolds in all his movies. Uh, I'll Den- give you that. Denzel plays Denzel. I'll give you that in all okay. his movies. Um, but okay, forget about the actor. Denzel, think about the character Magneto. You know, everybody always says if it doesn't affect the the character, so what has race got to do with it? Mm-hmm. Um, have y'all not seen X Men? Y'all not know who Magneto is? Let what me, his what his character is? Let me try to hit
1: at you from a business standpoint. Okay, if Dark Phoenix mm-hmm. and Apocalypse did mm-hmm. so bad mm-hmm. that if you're trying to rebrand the franchise mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. That you want to have some kind of name value that's guaranteed X amount of dollars at the box office at least that Denzel could bring as opposed to no disrespect at the time, nobody's the people um Chris Hemsworth, mm-hmm. um Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. You know?
0: You did yeah, those weren't named those weren't big names. Yeah. So that worked. But you did but that but <laughs> so but that, but is that is was on thing. a low
1: budget because they that wasn't they weren't proven. Well, so Dark you, Phoenix
0: didn't do good because everybody was kind of like, okay, it's your, you've already been bought out. You don't give a shit. It's been delayed for like a year. Nobody gives a shit. That's that's what happened with Dark Phoenix. And plus the movie sucked. Yeah. But
1: when they when they brought back X-Men the second time with First Class, who was the big name they had?
0: Um Jennifer Lawrence? Right. Was she
1: already she hadn't won any uh, any no. any awards yet.
0: But they didn't have a big cast though. Was it um I mean, James Back, like all these characters, all these actors, they were kind of known, but they weren't like big draws.
1: Was it Kevin Bacon? Kevin Bacon was the big name as the original heel before Magneto took the helmet. So there has to be at least one big name if you're going to redo it from scratch,
0: and if you're going to aim high, Willis. But you're going to alienate so many fans if you do that.
1: Any of the current books have a Black Magneto? The House of X stuff? No, nothing. No, because it doesn't make sense.
2: This don't make no sense. (laughs)
0: <laughs> now um, I will say
1: history concentration camps all that right. stuff a guy looking like Denzel wouldn't fit I get I, that part
0: I, I will say that since X-Men will be part of MCU 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 has an established time frame but they're like in our decade they're in our era right yeah. it's not like X-Men like the first X-Men movie back in 2000 when that came out it says in the not, not so distant future or whatever mm-hmm. so you could kind of make that up for what year it was but now if you bring in the characters the way they are originally Magneto is like 100 years old you know yeah that was in 1941
1: and that's the question that I was gonna ask what's more of an insult to the comic fan casting a casting the wrong actor to play a character or retelling the character's origin to fit the actor
0: in this particular case I believe
1: if De- if Magneto is from the Underground Railroad origin story to fit Denzel Washington being cast as Magneto, if the story's told right, would you buy it, or would you still hold on to the old Golden Age? This is my Magneto. This is how he came. This is how he's supposed to do X, Y, Z. I,
0: I I know <laughs> what you're I know, I know what you're you're getting at, and I can see it from a certain point of view, but at that point. If it's a different character. It's a different character. Yeah, yeah. I get you. I mean, And here's the thing. I, and I've I've read different articles about it. And um, there, ever since someone pointed out the fact that
1: Denzel Washington's black,
0: that too, <laughs> that Magneto and Professor X were comic book counterpoints to Malcolm X and um, Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. Then that's it's all about civil rights. That's when talk came about. Well, we got to have black Magneto and black. Uh, Professor X Mm -hmm. now like you can't I mean first of all that's not even accurate I mean it wasn't until the 70s or 80s uh, when uh, Chris Clamrock came in or Uncanny X-Men that's when they started kind of redefining what the X-Men were all about it wasn't originally back in the 60s that's what it was about no it was just good guys versus bad guys pretty much it was like X-Men were a counter to the Doom Patrol from DC Mm -hmm. that's all it was
1: which Doom Patrol came first yeah a lot of people don't know that
0: but um, so, I mean, yeah. That I mean, you, yeah. You could say that that the the whole civil rights thing was a part of X Men, but it wasn't the foundation of why those characters were created in the first place.
1: It might not be the foundation of why they're created, but it's the foundation of their entire rivalry. Is Magneto and Professor X's different
0: different opinions on what freedom, peace, one through peace, one through, f- peace, one through f- violence, exactly? That that's- yeah um that's the connection right there yeah but so if
1: that's the story that's told does a the origin matter or does b the actor playing said character matter
0: i would say uh why can't we have both is that so <laughs> much to ask for that's how dad did it that's how america does it and it's worked out pretty well so far
1: well even sometimes when you get that it still doesn't come out right <laughs> <laughs> well, Which is why we're rebooting X Men again. <laughs> well, that's the that's the that's the tightrope that we have we're, to we're walk. Rebooting it again because
0: you know? Sony or Fox didn't know what the hell they were doing with that franchise, yeah. and that's I, we have two episodes dedicated to that shit. As far as how bad that whole Devil's was.
1: Advocate, the last two movies sucked because there was no Hugh Jackman as Wolverine.
0: No, it sucked because the story sucked. And by that point, we were already at least for me. I'm speaking for myself. I was getting tired of. Oh, we're jumping ten years in time, and mm-hmm. we're still the same age, and nothing's okay. My Nito's, hes pulling shit out of the, like in this in Dark Phoenix. Why isn't he in prison for killing millions of people? Yeah, this needs to start making sense. Okay, but we're getting off the part. This is you know this is supposed to be a DC yeah, episode. Yeah, Damn it! Yeah. So, but anyway, that was news that came out, and more rumors than anything, but I've been hearing a lot of these kind of rumors lately, and just, I'm just a traditionalist, you know, these are characters that I grew up with, and if I, if you tell me these characters' names, I have an image in my mind of what they should look like. Yeah. So, does that? Gotcha. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, that being the case, um, I believe, did you have anything else as far as news? Not right now. Not right now. Okay. Mm-mm. So, on to the topic of the show.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> All right. Um, that was kind of a creepy laughter because <laughs> I don't know. What to, I don't know what to think about that. All right. Um, well, I've been
1: looking at this cover of the uh, Joker universe book that's here on the table, so I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of in the mood. I did that on purpose. I know. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so everybody knows who the Joker is. Uh, whether they read the comics, saw the TV show, watched the movies, or anything else like that, he's permeated pop culture you know yeah. and he is, and is one of the most recognizable characters ever created.
1: He has his own playing card for fuck's sake
0: he does yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I never realized it before. <laughs> what came first? the card or the character <laughs> like chicken or the egg all right um Chris, tell yes. me. What is the first version or first memory of the Joker that you immediately think of? Do you have like a first like uh, your like when someone says Joker or whatever? Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. That's your immediate yeah. go to, right? That's yeah. that's that's your- not
1: my first exposure of the Joker, but when I think of Joker, that's the first performance I think of Mark Hamill.
0: Okay. What's your first? What's
1: your first? Uh, oh, I I have fond memories of being in the living room with my dad watching uh, Batman sixty six. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure. For most of the most of the comic fans listening right now, uh, it it would probably be tied to someone. Yeah, like. A lot of a lot of my memories as a kid of why I, I like so much as a kid isn't so much the content of what it was, but mm. who was around when I was when yeah. I was absorbing all that. in. Yeah. And at the time, he was the one that told me about it. I wasn't the one that was telling dad, dad, can we watch this? He was the one that exposed me to it. Yeah, the way nature intended, so <laughs> that if the day ever comes that I burn in hell and I have my own kids, mm. I'm I'm opening the door I think to it them the other way around something though. like okay.
0: that. Um, what y- came first? Chicken <laughs> <into> can the answer. <laughs> Uh, yeah. my earliest memories seeing the joker was actually on tv um the the 66 series mm-hmm. uh, when i was a kid flipping through the three ufh click, channels click 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 on the tv <laughs> you know my three the three channels that we had and uh syndication was a thing yeah um and as a kid the the batman show was just so vibrant and so especially back in the early 80s i mean you didn't get a lot of that and yeah um so that was my introduction, along with um, around the same time, besides the T V show, everywhere else would be the what I what I think of the classically drawn Joker, I I wanna say it's from Neil Adams, but he's the uh it's the version where he's got that, that, that the skinny elongated chin mm-hmm. and he's got the purple pinstripe pants in the coat yeah. jacket. That that's the my first go to when I think of Joker. hmm So as far as movie wise, my first instinct is Jack Nicholson, but almost definitely, yeah. But um, anyway, um, as far as Joker goes, Joker he debuted in Batman number one in uh, nineteen forty. So they knew right off the bat. No, pun, no pun intended. <laughs> that um, they they had some matter of fact in that in that issue. Spoiler: He actually was going to die. Like there's a panel where he's actually he he got he stabbed in the chest. And um, before it went to publishing, he, um, the editor knew they had something, so he had the artist drop a quick little last panel with the paramedics. Was like, "No, he's alive. He's going to make it." Nice. And that's, and they knew right ahead. That yeah, they, Bon Voyage. Yeah, they 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 had something going, <laughs> um, but he was uh, created by Bill Finger, and uh, this was when uh, they had Jerry Robinson, who is Bob Kane's assistant, uh, brought him a Joker playing card. Um, as inspiration for a new villain, to get the look for him, Finger looked at a photo of the clown uh, Gwynplaine from the 1928 silent film *The Man Who Laughs*. Um, so, if you if you want to Google it, if you type in, if you do a search for *Man Who Laughs* 1928 silent film, you see the this mm-hmm. image, and you can see dead on where they got the the inspiration to create the look of his of his original face. Yeah. So. Um, He's had several origins over the year, over the years, um, which didn't even start popping up until an issue of Detective Comics in 1951, where Batman, who uh, <laughs> in the issue was, I can't make this up, gotta love the 50s. He was teaching a psychology class at a university. <laughs> See, this is what the Comics Code Authority did to the comics back in the 50s. Um, so, <laughs> so he's telling the class a story about a criminal he never caught called the Red Hood who uh-huh. went on to become the Joker after he fell into a chemical vat which dyed his skin and hair color so that particular origin that seems to be the most renowned origin um, it's been retold a couple times most notably in The Killing Joke the 1987 graphic novel mm-hmm. Killing Joke by Alan Moore and Brian Bolin which added a more more tragedy to it where he wasn't a criminal, he was just a, a failed stand up comedian. He had a pregnant wife, you know. And one thing leads to another, you know, he got kind of uh, into a, a, a heist and uh, but wearing the red hood. And it just one thing led to another, he still fell into the, the yeah. bat and everything. So, anyway, that's like the most renowned one, the most well known origin of him. Um, one origin has him being a skilled bank robber who was fascinated by Batman and just kept goading him into confrontations until uh, one time a batarang, uh ended up slicing his face and he fell into, again, chemical vats. Ah. Um, there's a, one issue. Um, there was a memory of him as a child burning down his house with his parents still inside it. He once told a tale um, about him being a jester for uh, an Egyptian pharaoh, which led to him being submerged in bombing fluid for thousands of years. Hmm. Yeah, but that's the Joker mm-hmm. telling his origin. Um, in Mad Love in the in the comic in the cartoon, uh, he talked about his abusive father breaking his nose after Joke didn't get a smile. Um, we'll get into more origins and some of these other ones here in just a second. Um, as we talk about different versions of the Joker on the big screen. Uh, but and first small screen. Yeah. Speaking of, let's go back to the first time the most notable I think on the that's not on the movie. Uh, The most notable version of Joker was played by Cesar Romero Mm -hmm. um, from the, obviously, the 66 uh, Batman TV series and in the movie. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) And now, people of Gotham City, the moment you have all been waiting for.
0: (laughs) This one was interesting because um, there's no origin. He didn't need an origin. That whole show was a lot of, just, uh, yeah. A lot of times, a lot of, a lot of that show, you just knew it. You, you just assumed went, you know what you were you getting. and You with went it. with it. You didn't question it. It mm-hmm. was um, self-deprecating uh, humor. Mm-hmm. It was them making fun of themselves, pretty much. They knew it was camp. Mm-hmm. They, knew, they embraced it. They went with it. it. Yeah. So um, this guy, he no, he didn't have an origin. No real motives towards Batman or anything. And in in fact. To me, this is the most true to form Golden Age Joker we got on the screen, mm-hmm. any at any time. Yeah, I think you could give uh, from the cartoon series "The Brave and the Bold" that came out maybe two yeah. years or so years ago. That gotcha. given, it, it's a nice run for its money for a Golden Age Joker. But for the longest time, this was him just just a a clown, mm-hmm. pretty much, you know. But here's the thing about this Joker and why I think it endures so well: before Romero. There was never a way to have all the all of Joker's characteristics conveyed that visually. we onto, from the comics. Yeah. You know, onto to how we can see him visually without being reading it. You know, yeah. it's the first time we got to hear a laugh. You know, mm-hmm. it's the first time we had certain delivery of his lines. You know, maybe some menacing and get all ramped up and everything. Yeah. Um, and other tweaks that have left an impression. Of the character, like him getting all giddy, clapping his hands and things like yeah. that when something bad is about to happen. You know, so that that that's, um, I think that's why he's so treasured, I think, and so beloved and not notwithstanding the, the mustache.
1: Having to paint over the mustache because yeah. he just didn't want to shave it.
0: Yeah. Um, th- um, about a week ago, I posted on her Facebook page, there's a very interesting, uh, interesting fascinating clip of... Cesar Romero being interviewed mm-hmm. and it's, he's still on his Joker makeup but this little clip is like a minute and a half long and it's just some lady interviewing him I don't know what it's for if it's a magazine I don't know what it's for but it's just so interesting to hear how people talked back then as far as how it relates to the source material mm-hmm. and he's trying to explain who this character is <laughs> and this interview is like this is so ridiculous you know it just that's yeah. how it was. Comics were just—they were easy. They're, yeah, they're yeah. comic strips. You know, they—they they were not. They were nonsensical. They—they they weren't taken as serious, uh, a serious form of a media. You know, it was just mm-hmm. for kids. You know,
1: which meant lack of continuity. It was just a beginning, a middle, and one. end, and you, that's it. Yeah, you, you didn't, didn't need, need
0: one. it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyway, I just thought it was interesting. So if you if you haven't seen it, go to our Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com/slash/BarcoleTrueWind. And uh, check out that video. It's, it's, yeah. it's really neat. It's, it's, I think it's a, what I like to call a sign of the times. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, just, it's, it's interesting to see how it was back then, back in those times. So so anyway, that was the uh, definitive version of the Joker that uh, everyone knew for decades. We get to 1973. We have uh, Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams. Uh, they created a story in a Batman issue called uh, The Joker's Five-Way Revenge. Which brought him back to his more menacing, darker tone of the character before the Comics Code kind of watered him down Mm -hmm. with everything else. So um, that started getting the ball rolling into the more serious side of things. Um, In the 80s, things got even more darker with hits like Dark Knight Returns. And then also um, Death in the Family, killing Robin. And then we get to The Killing Joke. Which, uh, you know, that one shows him shooting Barbara Gordon, which left paralyzed in the comics yeah. for, for decades until they, they rebooted everything. But, um, And then we get uh, time for another new take on the role. That being the case, Chris, let me ask you Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight?
1: Every pale moonlight.
0: Everyone? Ooh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, i got a live one here.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: there'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. <laughs> so, yeah,
2: uh Batman
0: 1989, uh, we get Jack Nicholson playing... Joker, in this particular case, more of a, a gangster. Yeah. You know, um, who's turned, we see like a a dark retelling of the character. He's given a name in this movie, Jack mm-hmm. Napier. Um, and we also find in this movie that he's the one who actually killed Bruce's parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, for me as a kid, I didn't know the full details of, of Batman's origins. So when the movie said that Joker killed. Batman or Bruce's parents? I took it as fact. So yeah, I, I didn't know who Joe Chill was. I didn't know the uh, Arthur Fleck. Anything? Yeah. Well, that's Arthur Fleck was just made up for this movie, but uh, <laughs> a period Fleck Affleck. See what they did? Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah. See, see what they did. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to this. Um so yeah i just I just took it as fact uh of that's what the origin was, and I was like oh okay, that's neat, but I guess Tim Burton just did that as more of a symbolism full circle for telling this one story, yeah, you know the the guy who created him actually ended up creating him so what what are your thoughts of nineteen eighty nine Batman joker uh, the mirror
1: the mirror, <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Breaks out that long-ass pistol.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One shot to take down the Batwing. Well, the Batwing's targeting system was already fucked up. So yeah. How do you like? You have dead center target, right on Joker? Beep, 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 beep. And, the, just... and the bullets go beside him on both <laughs> sides. Oh, my God. Yeah. But uh, American
1: made in the 80s. That's all I can yeah, <laughs> about. Um, That I Yeah. I, I would want to say maybe about three months ago, I went back and saw this movie randomly. Yeah. And for its time... Uh, Nicholson set the bar pretty high.
0: Yeah, you think?
1: Yeah, as far as a film, like like Romero, that's TV show. That's one thing because right. again, no continuity. Yeah, at some at some point, as a he's grown the first. man, he was yeah. the first. So he had carte blanche. For, yeah, know, he's whatever. the blueprint. Yeah, and then other people want to design their way around it. Right. So, yeah. Fr- and
0: you got to think Jack Nicholson was the first time we saw a live action Joker since Caesar Romero. Yeah. So we're talking th- three decades. mm Hmm front in between so um that just goes to show uh, you know again why Cesar romero is kind of renowned as the joker you know for a lot of us in that that grew up in that era yeah um this joker though jack nicholson total like 360 difference of the character darker uh menacing but just that makeup. This is the first time we saw a Joker with prosthetics, you know, with with actual like a grin, yeah, you know, etched into his his face. Live action. I love it. I, I love the look. Um, to me, movie wise, he's the quintessential uh, Joker. I know for newer, you know, yeah. younger people, that's probably not the case, but yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he just he just captured he captured my imagination. He captured. I think a lot of the essence of what the Joker was mm-hmm. or was supposed to be. Minus the tweaks of the character, like he's the one that created Batman, things like that. Yeah. But, um, and having a name, Jack Napier. But throughout the years, he's had different names and he's had different origins. So take it for what it's worth. You yeah. know, Just go with who he is as the character. Um, so many great lines. Uh, um, so memorable performance from Jack Nicholson, that performance. So um, Okay, so from 1989 Joker... Or from the 1989 Batman, that version of Joker, we get, off the success of those movies, that and Batman Returns, we get Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. So, which had the Joker in it, obviously, which had a familiar guy, familiar person we know, Mark Hamill. He did the voice of the Joker. Mm-hmm. Hello,
1: anybody home? Listen, Boopsy, even though you never call and never write, I
0: still got a soft spot for you.
1: So I'm sending you a fun gift,
0: airmail.
1: And there's no use jumping out the window this time, toots.
2: The plane
1: of the future is going to make you history. Party's been disconnected.
0: <laughs> Mark Hamill, he went on to have a wonderful career doing the voice of the Joker through the Batman animated series, and skip forward to about a decade or two, you have a series of video games, the the Arkham series, yeah, um, which he reprised his role uh, doing that worked perfectly, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but to a lot of people, myself included, when you think of the voice. Of the joker not necessarily the best performance but the the voice the laugh the the delivery of lines everything i think when it comes to audio wise i think of mark hamill joker Mm -hmm. right i agree yeah there's been some other iterations of joker through animation through different tv series different animated movies and always like i would always look at the cast when these movies would come out, like, oh, who's playing Joker? Uh, no, it's not Mark, not Mark Hamill. Okay, it's who? Okay, yeah. Mm, yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, they not no no disrespect to those actors that did the voice of him, but it's just Mark Hamill set the bar so freaking high for voice for for, for, yes, for voice acting. Yes, yeah. for the Joker. Uh, you know the funny thing is he wasn't even the first person. The first pick he wasn't, no. for the animated series. It's a little trivial fact. I don't, some people may know, some people may not know, but the original person to to voice Joker for the animated series was um, Tim Curry, mm-hmm. Pennywise from the old It movie. But he was, <laughs> this first test, whenever they're checking out his voice and everything, it was deemed too scary, too menacing. <laughs> um, so they had to recast him and they got Mark Hamill to do it, which. Brought a lightheartedness to it, but still someone that's going to kill you, yeah. you know, type of type of tone. So, um, yeah, I mean, we could go on and on about Mark Hamill as Joker because he's been. Can we? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Do you have like a favorite line or something? Oh my god!
1: Oh man, that's. Or favorite
0: episode? Do you have a favorite episode from the anime series?
1: I think the the standout performance from Mark Hamill for me would be um, Batman Returns. I mean, uh, Return of the Joker, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah, he reprised whole fucking story. Yeah, it,
0: yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman Beyond, uh, Return of the Joker, um, straight to video movie uh, mm-hmm. for the Batman Beyond series. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. It's interesting, but. Um,
1: it's not it's not a G kind of uh, uh, no. If you're gonna watch it, movie. watch watch
0: the uncut version. Yeah, if you can find the I think it's on DVD. I have it I have it on DVD. I think that has the the uncut version of it. Yeah, but uh, I don't want to reveal anything like that because you can get too spoilery on that one. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there was a couple of good episodes of Joker in the Batman anime series. Uh, Christmas with Joker. Um, There's one called I, I want to say the favor where. Um, someone owes joker a favor and that's just a really good episode um mad love is a really good one where they show the origin of harley quinn um so oh and laughing fish where they introduced the it, yeah. yeah so there's so a lot of good episodes uh with the uh with mark hamill
1: i forget the name of the episode it's the one with that that one uh henchman that kills batman and nobody believes him and even and he's like even seeing yeah. face to face with the Joker and the Joker's grilling him. I'm like, oh man, Joker is bad. I was supposed yeah. to be the one. You took it from me. Yeah. And for that, you gonna die.
0: And that's <laughs> and that's one of the enduring things about the uh, the history between Batman and Joker and who is creative behind it and how mm-hmm. they play off the character. And I know that's another reason why the animated series is so damn good when it comes to the characterizations of everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they purposely. Made to where Joker, he could have killed Batman a few times in the cartoon, but he does it. And there's a few times there's um I want to say it's Mad Love also where Harley Quinn actually I don't think it's heart I don't think it's Mad Love. Shit, I'm drawing a blank on it. But no, where Harley Quinn actually captures Batman and he's gonna she's gonna kill him in a in a tank full of piranhas, <laughs> and Joker stops her because she had to explain the punchline. You know, because she said all the piranhas... He's, he's chained upside down, and the piranhas look like they're smiling because he's upside down. And she and he got pissed off at her. He says, you need to explain the joke. It's not funny. And so she stopped him from killing him. But the point is, he's the one that's got to... He's got to be the one that ends him, but he does it on his own terms. And it's got to be... The last laugh. He's got to have the last laugh, yeah. So, um, anyway, so that we... That was going on for years, and we didn't have any new movies featuring the Joker. We had some franchises come and go, um, until we get to Christopher Nolan's trilogy uh, mm-hmm. Batman flicks. Uh, we got Batman, uh, Batman Begins, and then we get The Dark Knight. And again, I'm going to ask you a question: Why so serious? Are you the real Batman? No. 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 Then why do you dress up like him? <laughs> He's a symbol. We don't yeah. have to be afraid of scum like you. Yeah. You do, Brian. You really do.
2: Huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shush, 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 shush. So you think Batman's made Gotham a better place? Hm Can you Look at me! Look at me! See, this is how crazy Batman's made Gotham. If you want order in Gotham, Batman must take off his mask and turn himself in. Oh, and every day he doesn't, people will die. Starting tonight. I'm a man of my word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you want to know how I got these cars? Again, going back to Origins. Um, I, I talked earlier about different comic book version origins than Jack Nicholson's origins. This one was uh, no different. It was it was uh, unique uh, unique to its own movie. And in this particular case, they had it to where the Joker himself was actually explaining an origin, but he did it with his own twist. Mm-hmm. To where he asked, he's always asked the question, "You want to know where I got these scars?" And then he would change he would make up something else to go along mm-hmm. to whoever he's telling it to, which again goes to the mystique of the character. Like what is his what is his origin, especially mm-hmm. in this version. Yeah. You know, you had Jack Nicholson, he was the gangster. You know, uh Cesar Romero was the clown. Heath Ledger, in this version, I think his version is the anarchist. Yes. You know, he likes to th- see things burn pretty much. Yeah. But herein lies the problem with this. Uh, first of all, I do want to say Heath Ledger as Joker was the best part of the movie Dark Knight.
1: Mm-hmm. Great,
0: and I say that in my opinion, Dark Knight is a Joker movie. Yeah, it just happens to feature Batman in it because I think it's more focused on Joker as a character. However, that being the case, I have an unpopular dis- uh, unpopular opinion. Here we go. That he's the most overrated version of of the Joker. And if you go back to a past episode where we did we broke down the Christopher Nolan movies, mm-hmm. me and Xavier did. Those those reasons still exist for why I say that. So go back and check out that episode. I think it's like episode like 34, 35, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um and uh listen to that episode for why we think that. But uh, there's plenty of evidence in the uh in that movie where it just doesn't make any sense. He says in one point. He says, "Do I look like a guy with a plan? Do I look like I have a plan?" Yes, yes, you do. You look yeah, like you have, have several. You have several plans in line. You're yeah, very detailed. Yes, <laughs> to very the point, elaborate. To the point where it's almost unbelievable that you could do all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, um,
1: or does he say that on purpose?
0: Uh, maybe. Uh, sure. Why not? A lot of
1: I am forgetting what you what that ep- about that previous episode you guys recorded. A lot of that has to do with the fact that the preparation for the character drove Heath Ledger to his death.
0: More or less. Yeah. 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 Um,
1: and then the fact that after that, Nicholson coming out saying he he knows how that feels because that almost happened to him. Did he say that? Yeah. No. Yeah. So it, it's out there. <laughs> okay. Well. But a lot of that has to do with A, he's gone and B, kind of because of A, winning the uh, Oscar for his yeah. performance. Yeah. People
0: seem to forget that. Yeah. Like, out of all the, you know, we're in a renaissance age of pretty much uh, comic book movies and superhero movies and, and, you know, we've got to have that Oscar win, you know, like Black Panther was, oh my God, all these nominations. And yeah. uh, And usually these type of movies just get like special effects not nods and things like that nominations. Oh, but
1: Black Panther had a win because it was full of blacks. Yeah. Oh, Captain Marvel had to get a nomination because women
0: power, Wonder yeah. Woman, woman power. Yeah.
1: And the person that hold the door for people that even get looked at is Heath Ledger. Is Heath Ledger. Yeah.
0: And he actually won. And, and for yeah. some reason, this seems to be like a lost oh. fact. You know, people... It seems to be a forgotten fact that he he actually yeah. won an Oscar, but uh, anyway, I, that's just my take on it. I, I love the performance. I, mm-hmm. I I watched that movie over and over again just for just to, to see him in that movie because he knocked it out of the park. They actually
1: uh, today October fifth they actually showed that movie on the television on yeah. TBS and I, I watched that on the way over there before go. I got here. See? And right right there, the last hour and a half is when I tuned in and yeah. I was hooked. Yeah. <laughs> um. There's a lot in that movie to take in. It's, it, just when you think it's done, nah, it just started. And then, oh, you finally caught him? Oh, now nah, he's yeah. gone? Oh, fuck. Oh, wait, what? Oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of that.
0: Um, yeah, so like I said, plot points notwithstanding, the performance, mm-hmm. the performance by itself yeah. is, is outstanding. So uh, that set the bar for a new generation. Like mm-hmm. my generation, Jack Nicholson. Is the is the standard bearer for movie movie joker, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're a couple years younger than me, but you know. Yeah, that's how it is.
1: That was still my my entry into the movie yeah. side of Batman. So I'm I'm with you there. Yeah.
0: And I think this the same holds true for the newer generation for Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. Like that's their first interaction, their first experience with that character. Yeah. So to them, he is their Joker. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, even though they're wrong but, Unless
1: you go shoot up a movie theater
0: Yeah, we'll get to that here uh, in, a bit in the later. end, yeah, yeah. But um, It's it's interesting Because you have this character I I mentioned earlier He He's permeated pop culture You have It's a generation-spanning character You have Cesar Romero in the 60s through 80s You have uh, Jack Nicholson in the 80s and 90s Even Mark Hamill um, And then you have um, Heath Ledger in The Next Generation after that in the 2000s. And then... And then we get to Suicide Squad.
2: What do we have here? I did everything you said. I helped you. Uh, you helped me by erasing my mind what faded memories I had. Oh, you
1: left me in a black hole of rage and confusion. Without the medicine you practice, Dr. Quinzel.
2: What are you going to do? You're going to kill me, Mr. J? Why?
1: Oh, I'm not going to kill you.
2: I'm just going to hurt you really, really
0: bad. We have Jared Leto uh, playing the Joker. Theoretically, uh, um, I, you know, I mentioned before we have the anarchists is yeah. in Heath Ledger. This one, maybe uh, he's more of a psychopath, the way he's yeah. portray- portrayed in the, in the movie. Um, but this, from what we saw in the movie, it's garbage. It's, it's pretty much what it is. Total garbage. Now, <laughs> Devil's Advocate. I don't think we can know for sure how he really was since most of his scenes were cut. A lot of this, apparently they, they cut out so much of his performance that you could make a movie.
1: That could have been character development and actually invested in his right. character towards
0: the end. Or it could just been more heart, heart, hot garbage that mm-hmm. just didn't look good for the movie.
1: Maybe that's why it got cut.
0: Yeah. Um, but we'll never know. And it seems like there was a lot of production going into his character, like there were. I, I remember before the movie came out, there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff with Joker. Yeah, and, and even in the first trailer, there's a lot of footage. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any of that. I when I, I actually have the movie on the uh, Blu-ray, and there's behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, um, there's behind-the-scenes stuff and there's deleted scenes. And there's only like one deleted scene with Joker, and that's it. And I was like, "There's, there's way more footage than that you've seen that I've seen. That's in not on trailers. this disc yeah. that I paid for." Yeah. So I, I just don't get it. Um Maybe there's too much backlash mm-hmm. for his his performance. I remember still thinking I still stick with this when I first saw those images of him as Joker. I, I was like, Joker's supposed to be a gangster, not a gangsta. Yeah. And I think that's the. Focal point of everybody's, like he had the grill and the tattoos and everything, and
1: damaged on his forehead. Yeah, it's like, what? Can I be any more obvious? Like, I,
0: yeah, you know, I, I just, uh, I just can't picture Joker sitting down getting a tattoo. Or, you know what I'm saying? Just
1: oh, we got any beef? You got any beef? Oh God! <laughs> the only plus side of that whole movie was them bringing out the animated series look for Harley Quinn and the Joker. That one scene. That scene, yeah, where they're
0: dancing. Yeah. Yeah. That was more of an homage to uh, a painting from Alex Ross. Yeah. Uh, And again,
1: they also tell, like the Jack, if I'm not mistaken, the Jack Nicholson story that involves the vat of something that they fall into that makes them what they are. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you got to kind of stick to that. Well, because... That was more of a retelling, I wanna say, from the new fifty-two comics, because if you go off the original Harley, she was just a psychiatrist and she just yeah. Stockholm syndrome to the max. Yeah. Um, started painting her face and become became Harley Quinn. So um yeah. So I think the lesser said about that experiment, the better. <laughs> um gotcha. I think it set I think that set everything back a few s a few steps when it mm-hmm. comes to the Joker. Um one last kind of uh, acknowledgement I want to say for live-action Jokers is uh, Cameron, uh, Cameron Monaghan, who played in Gotham. Gotham,
1: yeah. Why did you kill your mother, Trump?
2: Oh, you know how mothers are. She just kept pushing. And I'm like, fine, Mom. Be a whore. Be a drunken whore, even. But don't be a nagging Drunken whore, you know, don't come yell at me to do the dishes. If you've been banging a clown, the next one, you know, (laughs) Um,
0: we were told from jump was when you first saw him come up on screen, he did a laugh at one of the last things. Um, I'm like, oh, shit, is he gonna be Joker? You know, but he had a different name, his name was Jeremiah, and he had red hair, I figure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the creators came out and said, No, we're doing our own thing, our own universe. This isn't Joker, he's not gonna be Joker. There's no Joker, shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's yeah. no Joker. Well, that was, I think, season. I don't know anything else. It might have been season two one. But season, I think he made a couple appearances here and there. And then he was pretty much done for. Cut to like a season or two later. By this point, I think the the creative Bible for the show, Gotham, had changed so much to where they were just throwing anything and everything to the wall to see what sticks. They were going more comic book as- aspect. Because remember, that show was originally supposed to be a cop show. Yeah, It was supposed to be about James Gordon. Yeah. Um, and now
1: all of a sudden you have Catwoman and Poison Ivy in school. Yeah. And uh, yeah.
0: so it was only once we started seeing all these characters pop up, we're like, okay. We get it. We get it. Where's Joker at? You know? So.
1: You had a fucking penguin, for God's sake.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> cut cut to a, a, two or three seasons later, they brought him back. And then from there on, they went, ball, Ham. balls out. This is going to be Joker. Now, not to say that he immediately. You know, had white paint or white face and green hair, but they—he um, ended up being Joker essentially. And what I mean by that is they pulled from a lot of references, a lot of different stories, different origins, different tales of of the Joker. Like he used laughing gas. Um, okay. He used, he uh, he did that to kill people and have them have a smile on their face. He um, he donned a red hood and, and started being a criminal called the Red Hood um later on he actually did what he did in the new 52 where he actually cut a face and, and attached the face onto his face oh wow um and then he and i think the last couple of seasons he had his own little harley who's harley quinn um i think her name was echo in the series but she was essentially harley yeah for all intents and purposes she had the white and the black and the red and the half face all that stuff so um That I I assume that the decision was was made once they decided to go off the rails for that series, Mm -hmm. and then to the point, very last episode where they have a ten year time jump. Spoiler alert: if you haven't seen this, but we we do get Batman as full fledged. We only see me like a like one scene in the suit, but we do see the character come back, um, as Joker pretty much because before the ten year time jump, a couple episodes before that, he does fall into chemicals mm. like his he's he's prophesied to do everywhere yeah um and we do that t- 10 year time jump we come back to him white white face his hair is falling out but he's got green hair what's left of his hair is it's green mm-hmm. um then he's he's doing the laugh he's um he's got the purple he's got yellow gloves on and everything and he's um it's joker mm-hmm. bottom line um, to the point where he gets in a fight with Batman, you see little Batarang get, hit him in the hand, and um, he ends up, I think he knows, gets killed. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, the point is, they um, they acknowledged all the source material and they tried to
1: put their twist on it.
0: Yeah, just kind of evolve and and put as many um piece it together from different versions of the Joker and different aspects of them so I at least got to respect that mm-hmm. whether you like how it, it turned out or not they they did the old tip of the hat to mm-hmm. the source material so if you're a Batman fan or Joker fan I would I would imagine you'd at least appreciate that aspect of it yeah so that's pretty much uh, where we're at on that oh one last thing um, before we we start wrapping this thing up here um, there's there's been some I, I mentioned earlier. There's other um, animated movies and TV series that's coming on and um, that's had different actor different actors doing the voice of the Joker. Um, some more memorable ones for me would be um, we have uh, John Maggio uh, from uh, well, Bender from Futurama. Mm-hmm. He he played him in Under the Red Hood that movie.
1: Another good movie
0: yeah um there was Brent Spiner, who data from Star trek yeah. next generation uh he actually does the voice in in the TV series uh, young justice oh okay yeah nice. um Michael Emerson who was in lost he uh he played him in the Dark Knight Returns animated movie gotcha um there was I don't know if you ever watched the uh that one animated series the the Batman. Just The Batman, that was the name of it. Mm, I
1: have the first season on DVD. They team. had a
0: really out-there take on Joker. Like, he's almost like a mutant. Like, he's so...
1: Yeah, he,
0: I remember. Red bulgy eyes and dreadlocks <laughs> and the straight jacket arms. Yeah. So weird, but uh, that was by Kevin Michael Richardson. And if you've seen any animated car- any cartoon series in the last 20 years, I guarantee you, you've heard his voice because the, the guy... If you look at he's his everywhere. IMDb credits, yeah, he's got a shit ton of credits, and he's in damn near everything I've seen, and I've seen a lot of shit. Um, <laughs> and then we have a Batman Lego Movie, that Galifianakis. Yeah. So does any any of those stand out to you, or anything that you like, or anything I didn't mention?
1: Uh, Galifianakis uh, had an interesting take. Of course, it's a Lego it's Lego Batman movie. It's a kid. It's it's geared towards kids. Right, yeah. And um, that. Um, they use hate as a love word <laughs> you know to, but it, it makes it but that was again the joker for all intents and purposes he has his own moral code he has his own code of ethics that he won't break even if it's not to the extent that other villains will go to like mm. you've mentioned before joker saved batman from harley quinn because joker didn't because she didn't deliver the punchline correctly right um there's a Joker's Joker is nothing. Batman and Joker are nothing without each other. Basically. And the fact that Batman wants to take a break and try to find another villain to make a relationship with <laughs> as opposed to the Joker. And it hurts the Joker's feelings. You know, it just, I, I thought, I thought it doesn't, you don't have to be a kid to enjoy that movie.
0: Yeah. And I think that's where it has a lot of crossover appeal to adults. In yeah. That movie. Yeah. Cause there was a really nice scene in that movie um, with them too, where Joker gets, um almost heartbroken
2: mm-hmm.
0: when batman t- what does he tell him that he 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 found someone else or something or he's yeah. he's got to move on or or something to that point right where it's not going to be about him anymore yeah. um but i remember seeing i that think point.
1: we see other people
2: yeah
0: so anyway that's um yeah that was that was an interesting take as well too richard epcar
1: is the current voice of the joker in both the injustice games and is that's he? come out in the last couple of eight years okay yeah and if I'm not mistaken, I think he's going to be the voice um, for the Joker DLC that they're doing for Mortal Kombat 11. It
0: makes sense. I mean, yeah. same same franchise. So. Yeah.
1: But I think you got everybody.
0: Yeah. But I, I'm sure I, I probably missed some of the voice acting because there's been a lot of movies out or a lot of TV series and things like that. Yeah. Um, and even I didn't even touch on like the um, um, New Adventures of Batman and Robin, the old Filmation cartoon um, that had Joker in it. Um, yeah. and then Super Friends if you use any episodes of that
1: Brave we, and the Bold is different too right? yeah a different Joker for Brave and the Bold yeah
0: yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I'm not going to go on, and on about every single version of yeah. Joker but um, anyway um, that, that actually brings us to where we're at right now we have a a movie dedicated just to Joker
2: yeah my mother always tells me
1: a smile and put on a happy face she told me i had a purpose to bring laughter and joy to the world
2: is it just me or is it getting crazier out there Though your heart is aching, smile Even though it's breaking When there are clouds in the sky You'll get by If you smile To your fear and sorrow, smile
1: What's so funny? Freak!
2: has lost its way. What kind of coward would do something that cold-blooded? Someone who hides behind a mask... I used to think that my life was a tragedy. But now I realize
1: it's a comedy.
0: And in this one, um, I was looking forward to it when I first heard it. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix playing um, playing Joker this time. And I from right there, I was like, okay, this is going to be good and um i don't want to be that guy but hold on hold on hold on (laughs) let me finish this up real quick okay um i was intrigued with that aspect of it actually let me back up for just a second before a a cast was even announced the originally when i first heard about this movie i heard it was going to be gritty 80s new york or gotham city whatever Mm -hmm. But it's going to be actually directed by Martin Scorsese. Yeah, that was the original news I remember hearing. And then for yeah. somehow, some way, that fell through. He backed out of it, or whatever the case. And we got Todd Phillips. Yeah, and that's where I kind of like, uh, I don't, I don't care too much for him. <laughs> but um, but that's when we heard. Uh, then I heard Walking Phoenix was playing. It. I was like, okay, this this has promise. Um, and then I was like, okay, set in the eighties, gritty timeline. Okay, it's going to be its own thing. When I heard that, when I heard 80s and Gritty and and Rated R, I was like, okay, it's going to be its own thing. It's not going to be tied to anything um, else that's in the DCEU. Um, So I was like, okay, this will be a standalone movie. Now, leading up to the movie, uh, Todd Phillips came out and he says, hey, we got to tell you this right up front. We're not going off any source material. This is just my own I'm paraphrasing my own artistic freedom, uh, freedom to tell the story I want to tell. So, uh, kind of cocky, you know, yeah. taking a well-established character, throwing away decades of of lore and and source material mm-hmm. to do your own to take on the character. Um, but that being the case, I can't judge it based on anything else other than what I've seen. The trailers and and from my own uh, into, uh, expectations, yeah. Um, but I'll be watching it pretty soon. And, and right now, it's doing Gangbusters. It's it's killing in the box office right now.
1: Um, I don't want to be that
0: guy. Well, don't if it's going to spoil anything. I remember
1: <laughs> ten years ago, maybe more than that. Um, after Joaquin Phoenix did walk the line, he did another movie called. Um, I think it's ladder 49 or ladder 52 or something ladder 49 i think where he's smiling a lot in that movie okay. well half of that movie he's trapped in a burning building he gonna die but in that moment he's having flashbacks of him with his family becoming a firefighter and going through all the strip tribulations of being a firefighter and i looked at him in his happy moments and i told myself i think i was with some family i was with some friends at the time i was like you know what one day that guy's going to make a an interesting joker. He has the facials. He has the 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 wrinkles on his face kind of like um not overly, but it reminded me of Jack Nicholson's smile when he had the the prosthetics put in to have that the the wrinkles in his face. I think Joaquin had a natural distinct smile that I thought would have made an interesting joker and if, it's weird that that came to fruition and that's what we have now.
0: Okay, so Little sightseer Chris over here uh, <laughs> predicted it ten years ago. All right, uh, but it's cool. I mean, I can see it. Like um, just in that in the trailer alone, when I first saw, when I saw that first trailer that came out, mm-hmm. um, there's a little clip of him laughing, or you yeah. hear you hear the laugh, and you see him kind of walking down somewhere, and he's like, he's got that big old grin on his face, just him as without the makeup or anything. And I was like, damn, he actually does have a uh, a good profile. Yeah. Uh, yeah. for for that character. So, um, I was actually impressed with that laugh, um, just in that in the trailer. So, um, like I said, that's all I can say about it because I haven't. I ha- <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like trying. To, I'm not looking at reviews or anything like that. I'm just going in with a fresh. I'm just trying to go in there with a clean slate and have my own uh, my own impressions of yeah. it. I don't want to have any preconceived. The, the
1: first full trailer that came out in July or August was the only thing I've seen. Yeah. I've avoided anything. Yeah. anything involving something that I thought would spoil me on the Joker. Um, and the other part of that equation was, I think after the fumble that became Jared Leto's performance in Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. I think it was the right call for them to come up front and say, look, you need to temper your fucking expectations here. Yeah, This isn't a story about the Joker. This is a story about a person mm-hmm. that becomes the joker at the end right so if you're expecting mark hamill if you're expecting jack nicholson if you're expecting heath ledger as as much as a filmmaker that i am don't spend your money because i you, you're not gonna you're not gonna be it's almost like a,
0: a more of an artistic piece yeah. than a cinematic piece or uh more uh sort for, more dramatic than summer blockbuster yeah you know and yeah, besides all that, don't be expecting Batman to pop up either, I imagine. Yeah. yeah. So. Um,
1: and then the shit started getting crazy. What's the that? The shit started getting very crazy. What are you talking about? The re- Coming up to the release of the movie. Okay. So where the theater at Aurora, Colorado that had the mass shooting during oh, Dark yes. Knight Rises yeah. is not showing the theater at right. all. Right. And they were petitioning to remove it from the entire city uh alamo draft house sending emails and flyers to their customers and putting them up in their window saying look no bullshit we don't want kids here it's yeah. rated r for a reason yeah it's 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 not to them
0: <laughs> yeah i think i even i, th- I share that on my Facebook. yeah page, you yeah. did also
1: um hearing reviews about about the movie itself and how polarizing it is and how in your face a lot of the stuff it's is more about
0: not i don't want to say it's not about mental illness right it's, it's an aspect an aspect yeah. you know
1: um and just my experience last night going to the theater um i don't recall even through aurora even through not that not that i'm comparing the two like 9-11 or anything i'd never been at a theater that had over a dozen cops yeah. and six different patrol cars driving around through the parking lot being at a theater that specifically said no cosplay, no masks. Yeah. If you're under 17 and you're not with a parent, go fuck yourself, you're not getting in. Yeah. You know, there was it was extremely strict. It was extremely I don't know if off-putting was the word, but it felt it felt like a like the danger was real. Hmm. That it that I'm stepping into a situation where some fucking crazy shit might happen which oddly enough because people are stupid you've uh, of course <laughs> yeah you've know, you've known me for, on this podcast for quite some time that if there's a new movie that comes out that we need to watch I'm usually at the Thursday night showings right. early right. early right and I didn't just even just to do, show me up I know that among other things yeah. and already I was like I don't want to get shot yeah. legit as a as a guy that's done a lot of crazy shit the first thing that popped to my mind is I don't want to get shot
0: and and I've seen where you live <laughs> Or I have lived, really have lived. Yeah, yeah, you know. So that's a lot. coming And from I've you. dodged a
1: couple bullets in my <laughs> life already. Literally, you know, I, I, literally, <laughs> that, I got this tattoo for a reason. Um, and the fact that um that I had that feeling over a movie in 2019 kind of is a, is a indictment of the state we're in, yeah. As a, as humans, because people will look up to this character. Well, they already showed it during the Dark Knight situation in Aurora that this is something that this is a character that. People will look up to for the wrong reasons. He wasn't, and, and I
0: mean, but Joker had nothing to do with Art Night Rises. Yeah, it was, that was he had nothing to do with that movie. But I guess people associate one with the other I sometimes. Guess. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. You, we're not crazy, so we can't think. You and it. I aren't. Yeah. 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 Well, sometimes.
1: Yeah. We have our moments. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. I'm. I'm like I said at the start of this episode. I'm going to try to see this maybe within the week or so. And then uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go over, we're going to hop on over to our YouTube uh, channel. Yeah. We're going to do a, a video review, spoilers and all, of what we thought of the movie. And we're just going to go go from there. So any last thoughts before we wrap this episode up, Chris?
1: Ah, This is a fun trip down memory lane. It's weird because I, after I saw the movie, I was like, you know what? I'm not sure if I want to watch it again. Really? Yeah. And then, after, and then after going through this, yeah, yeah. I, I need a, I need <laughs> at least one more so that I know exactly what we're talking about when we do the recording. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. So prep. Yeah, right. <laughs> so take Xanax.
0: So, um, yeah. yeah, I think for now that's going to call the show on this one. Yeah. So I uh, hope you uh, folks enjoyed this episode. And um, if you did, give us a uh, write and review wherever you get your uh, podcast yeah. from.
1: Complain all you want, just leave five stars. Please, yeah, we, we like the attention. <laughs>
0: um, so and again, that's uh, we're on a uh, Podbean, we're on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify,
1: the Google thing, right?
0: Google Play, yeah. yeah. Um, so anywhere you get your podcast from, just uh hit the subscribe button. We greatly appreciate uh, anyone taking the time to subscribe to our show. Yeah. Um, and then uh, again, uh, uh, do a search for "Pop Free" on on. Pop culture rewind on uh, YouTube. Yeah, and subscribe, traction. Check out our past videos we've done. Yeah, and um, it's
1: okay. You can close your eyes. We can. St- we still need the views though. So yeah, yeah you can listen to us. Yeah. You don't have to watch us.
0: It's true what they say. We have the face for radio. Yeah, so. we both do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that being the case, we're gonna go and uh, call this when it close. So until next time, always remember to pop your culture. Top guys <laughs> out. Gentlemen,
1: let's broaden our minds. Lawrence!
2: Bravo! I loved it! Oh, it was great! Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad.
0: Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could've been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad! It was awful! I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, Boo! boo.